Welcome to the Renew Life Church podcast. No matter what situation we find ourselves facing, we know that God wants to speak clearly to us. So wherever you're listening from today, we want to thank you for being here. Grab a cup of coffee and join us as we tune in to our Sunday conversation. Good morning. Uh, welcome again to our home, our, our church for now. Yeah. Uh, my name is Braden. This is my wife, Leanne. We're the senior pastors of Renew Life Church. Uh, if you're our church family, you already know that. But if you're watching from uh, somewhere else, a part of another church, welcome. Welcome to our home. Uh, welcome to our conversation. This is definitely not what any of us saw coming as far as what the church looked like. Uh, probably just a few short months ago, but here we are uh, in the middle of our living room filming this. We're actually filming this a couple of days before you'll actually watch this. And so uh, we're just glad you're here with us. Yeah. We're going to have a, a, a great opportunity here to just encourage one another. I think that's what we've talked about just as we, you know, every week that's part of our job. Mm-hmm. Lord, what do you want us to talk about? Uh, what would you have us say? What are you saying to your people? Uh, I don't want to know what you used to say. I want to know what you're saying today, now more than ever, in seasons like this. I want to know what is God saying. And so uh, we just, we just, first of all, we're just glad you're here. Uh, if I'm just being really honest, um, this has been a difficult time for us because one of my favorite parts of, of my week and going to church, as I was telling Leanne, is, is going down to the children's classrooms and seeing all the kids and saying hi and seeing them grow and looking into the faces of our volunteers and our children's teachers and, and people that have truly given their life for the advancement of the kingdom of God, for not just our church, but the church. And if you're watching and you're a volunteer of any other church, you serve in any other capacity in any church, on staff, not on staff, we thank you for what you're doing. We so thank you for being a part of the answer in this time. The church is the hope of the world. The church is the hope of the world. And uh, I think now more than ever, uh, I miss it. We talked about this. I miss getting to see everyone and and being there with you. Uh, Our our gatherings, I'll say it this way, (laughs) our gatherings have stopped, but the church has not. That's right. It just looks different now uh, than it did just, like I said, just a few Mm -hmm. short weeks ago. And so uh, I'm even glad we have technology like we have. Uh, There was a day and age, if you follow me on Instagram or or Facebook, you'll notice that there was a pretty significant (laughs) gap in my participation. And I think I was a little anti-social media, but uh, just in an effort to connect uh, just and, and do my job as, as a pastor and do a better job as a pastor, we've, I've started getting back on social media. You've noticed it's Which not we're all awesome. thankful for. We, you should be thankful. I mean, my gosh, I, I cut a mohawk for you guys. I did that for you. And so... Uh, no, honestly, I'm thankful that we have the technology. We have the ability to come into your living room, to come into your kitchen, uh, to come into your deck in the mountains. I know some of you have watched from various locations. And so uh, we're honored that you're here. Uh, we miss you. Honestly, I cannot wait. I, I was even in prayer the other day thinking about the kind of party, the kind of faith that's going oh, to be man. released when we're gathered again in our sanctuary yeah. and doing worship and seeing everybody. It's going to be incredible. But uh, here's where we are for now. Yeah, so, yeah, anyway. we, we so miss you. And we're... We're just thankful that you're gathered wherever you're at, just watching this morning. And I think I just wanted to take a minute to, I told Braden, I just really had a desire to sort of invite you into our home. Obviously this is our home and you already know that, but even on a deeper level, kind of invite you into our life. Um, You know, sometimes you might see preachers, pastors, leaders, and think, well, they're, they're, they're more, they have more power from God to get through this season, or they have more special anointing to get through this they're season. They're not under the same pressure. Right, they're not under the same pressures. And I just, I, I think I just had a desire in my heart to sort of just strip it all back and just just sort of get real today. And I just, you know, as as a wife and a mom, um, I kind of had a rough, rough week last mm-hmm. week. And, you know, and the things that I'm dealing with, I know by far 
are, are nothing compared to some of the other things that other people are dealing with that actually are sick, mm -hmm. um, have lost jobs. I'm so thankful um, for, for what I have and I'm so thankful mm -hmm. for even the, the struggles that, I'm, that I am dealing with that they're not what others are dealing with. Yes, and so sure. my heart you know, goes out to everyone that's struggling on another level. But I think I just, I wanted to just sort of take a minute and just, just, just speak to you guys this morning from a place of like, this has been rough. Yeah, acknowledge the situation. This has been rough. And, and you know, I had a, I was supposed to be on the, in the conversation last sun, last Sunday and I just told Braden, I was like, I'm just being honest. I said, I just can't do it. I'm not doing this. Like I'm homeschooling. <laughs> I did not sign up to be a homeschool mom. Um, God bless all the homeschool moms who did sign up to homeschool. That used to be one of the things that you would always say. And I, we were joking about this yeah. the other day. You're like, if there's one thing I'm not, it's a homeschool mom. Yeah, I cannot do that. Now I am now one. Are, so, so um, I think, you know, that on top of just all the stress and pressure on top of all the, the fe you know, you can, you can go into your local grocery store and just fear, feel the fear. Mm. You can feel the fear. You can feel everything that's going on and, and, uh, and people's hearts and the anxiety yeah. and the stress that they're under. And you can even see people. Um, you can just see visible worry and visible stress on their face and on their countenance. And I think, you know, I just, we've all just kind of been thrown for a loop. And I just wanted to remind us all today that and I think you might have even said this, but God was not surprised. He's not surprised at any mm -hmm. of this. None of this has thrown him for a loop. And I just want to encourage you, um, and to the moms and, and wives and just out there today that you're just feeling like you're, mm -hmm. you're not going to be able to do this. Yeah. We got to do this for, you know, our schools are telling us a certain amount of time, but who knows yeah. how long it actually might sure. be. It might be sort of like, see you next year school. Mm -hmm. Um, but I just want to encourage you that God was not surprised or shocked by any of this. And even yep. though he didn't send a virus to us, he didn't cause this to happen. Mm -hmm. um, he is right here in the middle of this with us and we will get to the other side. He has called us and anointed us for such a time as this, just like Esther in the Bible. She was created for such a time mm -hmm. as this. And so this is the same with us. We, we have an anointing from the Holy One. The Bible says that we know all things. We have the mind of Christ. Mm -hmm. We can do all things through Him who gives us strength. And I just, yeah. I think I'm encouraging myself in this season, yeah. but I also wanted to just encourage you. And I, there's a word that the Lord spoke to me at the very beginning of all this, even before it got really crazy like it is now, but He just spoke to me the word opportunity. And I just feel like this is a prime opportunity mm -hmm. for us um, to say, Lord, what do you want to do in me in this season? Yeah. What do you want to change in me? Yeah, for sure. What do you want to, what do you want to pull out of me? What do you want to grow in me? Yeah. And I just, my prayer with that would be that this season would be one that's marked by faith and growth in our yeah, lives. For sure. Um, we're not going to be devoured. Mm -hmm. We're going to come through this. Yeah. We're going to come through this. And I just wanted to take a second to encourage you and kind of get real this morning. Well, I think we just, we just stay right there. I think, um, one of the things that you and I are doing personally, and not that this, not that we've got it all figured out, but I think just no. given that things are just so different, I, that's the word. It's, it's just everything's just different. It's not that everything's bad, but a lot's different. different I mean, yeah. homeschooling's not bad, especially if you are homeschooling. But for a lot of us, it's different. So many things that are happening: how we shop, how we do a lot of, how we do church. This is just, this is just different. And sometimes when our routines get disrupted mm -hmm. and things aren't. Uh, in, in inside the norm, uh, we're at home more than we're used to being at home. We don't have our routines and our schedules. It's just really easy to look up one day and you've disengaged yeah. from uh, the fight, if you will. You've disengaged from uh, living a purposeful life. You've disengaged from the church. You've disengaged yeah. from your family. Your You've marriage. disengaged from yeah. your marriage. Uh, and I know we, just this month, uh, month of April, Ian and I uh, 
are doing a fast because it's like you know what we don't want to we want we don't want to let our guard down in this yeah. season we want to ramp it up yeah. we want like you said even we want to get everything out of this season mm -hmm. that we're supposed to get out of this season we want uh, we, we want we want to come out of this stronger mm -hmm. we want to come out of this more prepared uh, and again I'll just be really honest with you that's where we're at I think I got a small dose of just even how unique our situation is my home mm -hmm. us me and you even the even pastors and leaders it's such a it's it's something different uh our job is kind of what we're doing now in a lot of ways uh i'm a little different in that some of you may know i, I do some oil and stuff in the oil and gas industry as well and have for several years and so i'm getting an, a a dose if you will of what a lot of you're going through but uh, just last week i um uh, i thought you know what there's no better way to social distance than to get out by myself with one other guy eight feet, 10 feet apart on a boat and go fishing. And so I took a fishing trip and um, it's just funny. You thought that's, that's gonna be really easy. It's just me and one other guy, there's this no better, no better way to do this. But as I was traveling, I realized like I didn't consider mm -hmm. that I'm going to stop at a convenience store on a major intersection, interstate in the state mm -hmm. of Texas. And I caught myself pull into the convenience store and all of a sudden things I've never had to deal with or hadn't yeah. had to deal with thus far. Yeah. It's like even grabbing the gas handle, oh, yeah. going and grabbing the door handle of, of, the, of the store as you walk in. All of a sudden you realize that there are people out there that every single thing that they're doing, I mean, my goodness, the nurses, the doctors, the physicians, the ones that are on the front lines, the ones that every day, I heard a story this last week where there's, there's, there's nurses and doctors that are sleeping in their garages to stay away from their, their families and their children so as not to potentially infect them because they are working. They, they know every day I'm going to come face to face mm -hmm. with coronavirus. Mm -hmm. I'm not, it's not if I come in, we're in a state here in Midland, Texas, where it's, it's not as rampant as it is in some yeah. parts of the country. Right. And, and so there are people that they're literally, they know I'm going to go up, I'm going to go to work today and I'm going to put on PPE. I'm going to put on protective gear. I know I'm coming in contact with it. I have to wash my hands. This is not just a CDC. Oh, do we do what the CD says? Right. CDC says or not. No, this is life or death. This is my children. This is my family. And so I just want to honor, seriously, I want to honor all those uh, that have a role in that, that are actually on the front lines. My, my fishing trip, uh, opening a few hand, door handles, and, and it just was interesting to see that, hey, I, I get to do my job by sitting in my living room. I can keep doing my job by in the protection and the confines of my own home. Even today, I was like t telling all the film crew, everybody, sanitize <laughs> before you walk in, keep your distance, all the, all the things. And so... Um, I think, honestly, I think if there's anything we wanted to acknowledge is that we understand that this yeah. is real. And we care. We, we, we care, care. And, yeah. and that it's real. It's and so real. I, I, we've, I think we've talked about this either last week or the week before, but we're not in this place where we're ignoring the things that are going on. And honestly, I think that's what made Jesus so attractive to so many when he walked this earth is he didn't separate himself from them yeah. and speak down from his high and mighty place, even as the son of God. Who, if anybody had the right to speak from a high and mighty place and look at our faith and or his faith and my this, no no, he got down in there with them. Yeah. He wanted he he understood what they were going through. That's a promise you and I can cling mm -hmm. to. We're not following a savior who doesn't know what we went through. He was in this. He was he was in the. He had even had a reputation. I know we've said this before, but he had a reputation mm -hmm. for being the friend of sinners, which means he had a. He was with them so much. He was in the places that everybody else was in. He understood the temptations. He understood the pressure. And so, uh, I, and I just even say that right now, I just get this overwhelming sense even right now that some of you just need to know he's with you. Yeah. He's with you. And um, 
he's not leaving. Um, I even get a sense right now that some of you are even watching this. You're overly aware that you've left him, but he hasn't left you. I want you to know that today. He hasn't left you. He's with you. He's for you. And I, I got a text message from a guy the other day and he just, he had been out of church for a while and he was, he had watched, he had, I think he had watched our show and he just, he's like, he was asking me some questions like, is this the end of the world? And a lot of people are saying a lot of things. And I said, man, um, and I just texted him a few things and I said, look, he was, he was feeling just a, a sense of guilt and shame, to be honest with you, that he'd been out mm-hmm. of church. And, and I said, look, bro, this is actually easy just change, just repent. You don't have to come back to the father with all this laundry list of excuses, this, this bucket full of shame. He's literally so excited, just turn and come back. And so no matter where you find yourself today, uh, you're like, I mean, I've been out of church for so long. This church, the fact that you had to come through the screen to get me, uh, I know, I know better than this. I should have been in church. Why did it take a pandemic for me to even click on a church site or something? God is waiting on you to turn to him. The heavenly father is waiting on you to turn for him, turn to him. His mercies are new every morning. His mercies are new every morning. And so, um, anyway, I I think we just, we wanted to start with some, just some encouragement. Uh, that's where we're at. We, we need it. We we talk about this with our staff. It's like, we all need the same things. We all need encouragement. And, uh, so we just wanted to encourage you with that some before we got started. And honestly, I don't think we're actually going to stop with that. I, uh, we just got an overwhelming sense as we were talking over the last several days, you know, where, where would the Lord have us go? What, what would he have us talk about? The thing that I'm the most concerned about, even in this season for myself and, and for all of us is that, um, we don't lose sight and we don't walk away from the foundation of what gives us the hope that we won't get coronavirus or that we won't die or that we won't lose our job. The things that, that, that give us that anchor, um, and, and honestly, just faith, mm-hmm. losing the faith. It's, right. It seems so cliche, but don't lose the faith. Don't lose the faith. Well, how do you, wow. how do you not lose the faith? Especially like, in this climate Yes, right but now, especially with what all we're going yeah. through. It's really easy for some of the things that, you know, that we're going through to, to, to confuse us. And uh, I've said this to our local church uh, so many times, and I, and I know you feel the exact same way. We were so um, blessed to have incredible parents mm-hmm. who from an early age got us into a church that taught us the word of God. Yeah. And so we were actually in prayer this morning just talking through this. I don't, I don't even think we've realized how many different layers of teaching of the Word of God and confidence in the Word of God have been laid upon our lives over the last 30 some odd years as, we, as we've been following Jesus ourselves. And so, but I think it, the Lord just made me aware of, of certain areas in my life where I'm actually, I'm just going to be really honest with you. I don't want to have to apologize for this. I'm actually not afraid that I'm going to die. I'm actually not afraid. I, I actually don't have a fear of death or a fear of this thing coming and consuming my home. But the Lord spoke to me because I was just, I was seeing some things that were going on and, and I just was kind of holding it before the Lord. And he said, there's a reason you have that. There's a reason you have that trust. There's a reason you have that confidence. And there's a reason you don't have that fear. There are layers of the word of God on your life. There are layers of the word of God on my soul, in my mind, in my emotions. There are layers of that word. And, uh, and, and I just, I just realized that that this word, and of course I'm holding up an iPad, uh, the the Bible, the word of God, it is our foundation in seasons like this. This is our foundation. This is the thing that no matter what happens in and around us or to us, even this word is the only thing that can always be trusted. And I was reading through this and I actually found myself studying something I had never really studied. 
uh, studied all the way out. And I'm going to do a bit of a little more probably Bible reading than than normal. But I want to come to you from from Second Peter chapter one. If you got your Bibles, you can turn there. We're going to have the have them up on the screen as well for you to follow along. But in Second Peter chapter one, starting in verse one, it says this letter is from Simon Peter, a slave and apostle of Jesus Christ. I'm writing to you who share the same precious faith we have. Just even think about how Peter, now this is, this is someone who walked with Jesus. He was actually one of the, the top three, if you want to call it that. He, he, even the, the language he uses here in the New Living Translation, I love. The same precious faith we have. This faith was given to, given to you because of the justice and fairness of Jesus Christ, our God and Savior. May God give you more and more grace and peace as you grow in your knowledge of God and Jesus our Lord. By his divine power, God has given us everything we need for living a godly life. We have received all of this by coming to know him, the one who called us to himself by means of his marvelous glory and excellence. And because of his glory and excellence, he has given, he has given us great and precious promises. That's definitely something we want to highlight today. Yeah. He actually, there are some promises in the word of God, some precious promises that if you don't know they're in there, you won't know you have access to them. These are promises that enable you to share his divine nature and escape the world's corruption caused by human desires. So he's saying there are things in the word of God. There are things that God has said. There's, there's these precious promises, these, these promises that are available by faith that they do a couple of things. They one, they help us enjoy and share in the, the divine nature of our creator, but they also give us the promise that we can escape mm -hmm. some of the things that go on mm -hmm. around us that are happening in this world, yeah. that we actually have access to live. A, I saw, saw someone talking about this the other day when they were talking about the tribulation. Picture Noah and the ark. God put Noah and his family in an ark and at all times they were above the flood. People say, well, no one in his family had to go through the flood. No, they stayed on top of the flood. That's what this is talking about. There are, there's access to promises in the word of God that said, you, you may can see it around you, but you can live above it. Right. You can live with a barrier. That's what that ark was. That's what Jesus wants to be prophetically to you. He wants to be a barrier to you. He wants you to get in him and know that that water will never touch you. Not one drop of that water That's will right. hit your head. Verse five, in view of all this, Make every effort to respond to God's promises. Supplement your faith. I think that's an interesting part here. Mm -hmm. Supplement your faith with a generous provision of moral excellence and moral excellence with knowledge and knowledge with self-control and self-control with patient endurance. Patient endurance with godliness and godliness with brotherly affection and brotherly affection with love for everyone. You see, when I read this, the thing that stood out to me the most is he, he's talking about this precious faith and he introduces this idea of this precious faith that we have because of what Jesus did. And then he goes on to say, now supplement your faith with, with moral excellence, supplement your faith with knowledge, supplement your faith with, with patient endurance, brotherly affection. Love. He, he says, supplement your faith with these things. But the fact that he says, supplement your faith with these things makes you know that they're not the main things. Right. They're yeah. not the foundation. The foundation of our life is not how we perform for him. The foundation of our life is how he performed for us. The faith that we have in the finished work of Jesus on the cross, the, the, the confidence that we have, the foundation that we have, that we have promises that were purchased for us with the, with the and we're going to take communion here in a minute, with the body of Jesus, promises that were pr given to us through the blood of Jesus being shed on the cross. Our faith is the foundation yeah. for the life that we're supposed to build. Our, in fact, our faith is the foundation for no fear being in our lives right. in this season. That's right. 
It's, it's just incredible. We'll keep on reading. I want to skip down to verse 12 because there's a few things we want to get to. Therefore, I will always remind you about these things. And even though you already know them and are standing firm in the truth you've been taught, and it is only right that I should keep on reminding you as long as I live. For our Lord Jesus Christ has shown me that I must soon leave this earthly life. So I will work hard to make sure you always remember these things after I'm gone. You can just hear this urgency in his voice. For we were not making up clever stories when we told you about the powerful coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. We saw his majestic splendor with our own eyes when he received honor and glory from God the Father. The voice from the majestic glory of God said to him, This is my dearly loved son who brings me great joy. We ourselves heard that voice from heaven when we were with him on the holy mountain. What's Peter talking about here? He's talking about the fact that, in fact, the next few words in verse 19 say, because of that experience. What experience is he talking about? He's talking about the fact that they didn't just believe in Jesus because of what Jesus said to them. They were there. They watched Jesus be baptized. And you can study this out in the Gospels. When Jesus was baptized, it says he came up out of the water. The Holy Spirit descended upon him like a dove. And a voice from the heaven cried out, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. So Peter's saying, not just because of what I saw and heard from Jesus, I remember that day when heaven spoke. I remember. I remember that day when something greater, something that we've never seen, something we've never felt before happened in my life. And he said, not only was I there that day, I was also there when I got that invitation to go. Me, Peter, James, and John were invited to Jesus to the Mount of Transfiguration. And he said, I was there. I was watching this thing happen where Jesus began to glow. There's Moses. There's Elijah. This incredible moment happening. I was there when that happened. And of course, you remember Peter was the one that thought, hey, in this great moment, maybe I should say something. And, and Peter says, I, I know exactly what we should, should do, Lord. We should build these monuments and to remember this. And, and again, a voice from heaven came and said, Peter, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. Listen to him. Yeah. I promise you, you will never forget the day God interrupts you when you have a dumb idea. I promise you that. <laughs> but, but Peter's telling the story. is like, I, I have these encounters. I have these experiences when Jesus became real to me. That what he said became more than just what maybe I thought I believed. These experiences solidified this. Now, let me keep reading. You must, play you must pay close attention to what they wrote for their, let me go back. Because of that experience, we have even greater confidence in the message proclaimed by the prophets. You must pay close attention to what they wrote for their words are like a lamp shining in a dark place until the day dawns and the Christ, the Christ, the morning star shines in your hearts. Above all, you must realize no prophecy in scripture ever came from a prophet's own understanding or human initiative. No, those prophets were moved by the Holy Spirit and they spoke from God. So Peter's saying, look, I, I'm going to tell you what it was like for me. I, I had heard the scriptures. I had heard what the prophets had said, but it became real to me that this was not just some writing of some prophets. My experience with God, let me know. No, these were words that were inspired by the Holy Spirit. Yeah. These words were from God. Yeah. Now, what's interesting, I think, is as they're and I want you to jump in on this, some of this stuff. He's almost prophetically, he's doing, he's telling us about the same thing that he's actually doing. He's saying, man, I, because of my experience, I can see that those words are true. Those words that the prophet spoke, they were not just words. They were divine words inspired by the Holy Spirit, but they were words from God. It's the same thing that the Bible is. 
These words from Peter, they're not Peter's words. These are divine words. The, the words of Matthew, Mark, yeah. Luke, John, every single word in the Bible. They're not words that were dreamed up. They weren't just clever stories. They were real things yeah. that really happened about a real God. Yeah. And they are the words of yeah. God. We can trust the word of God. We, can, we need this word to be our foundation because it's not just words. It's the word yeah. of God. And I just God. think that's incredible. Yeah, God himself. These are the words of God himself, the inspired words of God. And so, yeah, as you go through, you know, these difficult times we're walking through right now, you can open up your Bible, open up your, your iPad, your, your computer, um, study that word, mm. get it down in your heart because it, it is God. Yeah. His word and, and him cannot be separated. Yeah. They are one and the same. And so I think we just, we wanted to take a second to even, you know, I was thinking about this and we talked about this some last night, but when we talk about having faith in God, and trusting in his word. Mm -hmm. It's so important that we, we know who he is. Who is this Who is this person we're having faith in? Yeah, who is this? And um, you know, when we even talk about the nature of God, what does that even mean? And so we wanted to just kind of take a second to just talk through a couple of the names of God yeah. that actually are who he is and, and are his nature for us yeah. and are his heart towards us, things that he's done in our lives. Yeah. And, um, well, because historically the children of Israel, the, the, the children of God, when they would encounter, they were getting to know yeah. God. They right. didn't have the Bible to read like we did. Right. So they were getting to know him. him through these experiences. Yeah. And so they would, every time they encountered him in a different way, they would give him a name yeah. that, that um, showed what he had done. For yeah. Them. Showed his character, yeah. showed what he had done, showed his character, showed Love his nature. It. Now we can go back and of course we, we yeah. the, the Hebrew Yahweh and, and Jehovah, those are the words, the English mm -hmm. words there, they would, they would say names. And I, mm -hmm. this is what got me when we were talking about this earlier yeah. this week. And I think we just want to take a minute to even, I'm not really sure how we were going to do this this morning, but just declare these names of God over mm -hmm. you and your family and your life. And um, write these down, take mm -hmm. notes, and you can go Google this stuff. It's all out there. Um, but one of the, here are just a few of the names of God. Uh, Jehovah Jireh, he's the Lord, our provider. Yeah, that's right. My God will supply all of your needs according to his riches that's and right. glory. So if you, if you find yourself in an economic situation right yeah. now where you're like, where, how am I going to pay my bills? I'm, I'm encouraging you to begin to declare the word of the Lord. Declare Jehovah Jireh over your situation. He's Jehovah Jireh. Your job's not your provider. Mm -hmm. The price of oil is not your provider. The economy is not your provider. None of those things are your provider. He is Jehovah Jireh, the Lord your provider. Amen. He's Jehovah Rapha, the Lord our healer. That's so good. Um, the master who brings health. His mm -hmm. healing extends to emotional, physical, and all spiritual so realms. Good. So today, if you're dealing with sickness, if you're even in fear about sickness today, just declare over your family and your life. My God is Jehovah Rapha. Mm. He is my healer. That's He's good. my protector. Jehovah Nisi. He's the Lord, our banner. Uh, when spiritual attacks try to come, physical battles so try to come, He is our banner of victory yeah. in our lives. So he good. gives us hope. He gives us focus. He's the one who wins our battles. The Bible tells us He goes before us. Mm. He makes a way for us where there is no way. He is steadfast. He's sure. So today in your family, He is Jehovah Nisi, the Lord, your banner. He's Jehovah Shammah, the Lord is there. He is present. He yeah. is with me in every single situation. He is there with you in your family today. He is there with you. He will never leave you and he will never forsake you. Jehovah Shalom, the Lord our peace, completeness, safety, and welfare. Nothing missing, nothing broken. He's peace in your life today That's in right. the middle of the storm. And then Jehovah El Shaddai, the Lord Almighty, he's all sufficient. 
and He is all-powerful in your life today. So declare those over your, yeah. your lives, your families, your friends, your jobs, your health. That's who He is. That's His nature. That's so good. And I'll just, I want to I read one more. Well, and as we do this, I actually just want to take uh, communion. We're just going to take communion with you guys. So if you got your elements, if you don't mind pulling those out, we're just going to take a couple minutes and take communion with you right here in our living room. Uh, one of the other names for God is uh, Jehovah Sidkenu, mm. the Lord our righteousness. I think one of the most incredible things that we have access to, or the, the, the thing that it's important for us to know and why we have access to everything that this word says is because he made us worthy of all the promises of God. We didn't earn it, we didn't deserve it. it but the Bible says while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Before we had ever turned towards him, mm -hmm. He was thinking about and planning on how he would get to you. Thanks for tuning in today. You can stay connected with Renew Life Church by following us on Facebook or Instagram or by visiting our website at www.renewlifechurch.com. We love you and hope you feel encouraged from this message today.